0: From our
1: 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Hey, and welcome to Startups of the Week, Season 2, Episode 1. I'm Trisha, and I'm here with Alex. Hey! hey. And coming up this week, we're talking about a $30 million funding round, an acquisition where Fitbit went shopping, and what happens after a CEO is ousted over a sexual harassment scandal. Welcome to season two of Startup of the Week. Um, We've been on a brief hiatus for two weeks because we've been working diligently around the clock every hour of the day to revamp the series and freshen it up a little bit. And we are so excited for uh, this new iteration. Yeah. Um, So for those who are familiar with the series, um, if you might remember um, before, all we did was we gave you three startups a week. That were "quote unquote" trendy on Crunchbase. They were they had fifty million in funding, fifty million or less in funding, and were based in the Bay Area. Um, We wanted to have a little bit more freedom with the series, a little bit more flexibility with the um, with the companies that we showcase. So we decided to kind of switch up the categories that we're going to show you every single week. Um, so, Alex, you want to tell us about our new uh, new format? Yeah, so
0: we're keeping one company from the old kind of category list, Bay Area-based, less than $50 million funding, turning it down, crunch Crunchbase. We're also adding in one recently acquired Bay Area company, mm-hmm. kind of at our discretion about how that works out, but still grounded very much in this geographic area. And then also one bigger round. So one thing that we saw in the previous series is often a company would be just outside of our reach, compared with our old uh, criteria, mm-hmm. and that would be limiting. We really want to talk about it, but we yeah. couldn't. Yeah. So we've kind of opened up those gates, and now each week we'll bring you kind of one bigger round, a more mature company, maybe one you've heard of. Um so one little company, one acquisition, one big interesting round right. uh to kind of spice things up if we freshen things, Fresh things up. Freshen yeah.
1: things up. Yeah, yeah. So um this week, I mean I loved the list of companies that we talked about this week. Um, that they were really interesting. It's a nice, you know. Um, nice change from it's what we're doing best before. it a while. Yeah, yeah So, welcome place. to season so 2. here everybody. We go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the first one um, that we're going to talk about, we've actually we actually featured in the old um in the old series. Um it's a company called HackerRank. Um so they create coding challenges for com- other bigger for other companies to like give to potential employees. Yes. Um to see how basically to see like in action how this employee thinks and how they would solve problems. Um, it's geared towards obviously software developers. So, um, yeah, they've, they've, I think they have like hundreds of of clients or something that use this and they use it either before an interview or during an interview, you know, it's up to them. You can tailor it to
0: your company. You can tailor it to your company.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the idea is that like a resume doesn't exactly show you what exactly someone can do. Right. So this way, the company can create a challenge that um, maybe it's something that their company is trying to solve right now, and they would see what the potential employee could bring to the table that way.
0: So essentially, but, your resume and maybe your GitHub profile are not fully demonstrative of yeah. your ability to say, like, Objective-C or C Sharp or whatever it is. Yeah. So if I'm, like, you know, Alex Incorporated, and I wanted to create some sort of, like, challenge for that new language I want to bring to my company, I could then have Accurrect tailor that, have my potential employee, uh, employees... Yes. Do it. Okay, I get exactly. this, And I know why it's been funded. Yeah,
1: so so they, I should have said this in the beginning, but they fall into our category of big new funding round yeah. this week. So they got $30 million in, 30 million in funding in their Series C. Um, and this might be a silly question, um, but I want to ask you, like, what. I mean, is thirty million a lot of money? Like how do you how does this rank? Well, I mean, so thirty million dollars
0: is always a lot of money. Well, yes, but in,
1: in in perspective. Put it's, into perspective. Yeah. Chris. So
0: it used to be that a series A would be like five to seven million, and then a series B would be like, you know, maybe ten to fifteen, and mm-hmm. then a series C would be like maybe twenty five. Okay. Now in the current era that's changed a lot. An A can be fifteen million, a B can be thirty, and a C can be fifty. Okay. So this is a lot of money and it's a very historically uh well sized series C. Mm-hmm. It's almost um, a not large C in the current era, but we're also at the tail end of this business cycle. So mm-hmm. I would call it a very healthy round and one that fits kind of well within the series yeah. category historically and today.
1: Right. And for a company like this, why do you think VCs would be interested in pouring this much money into it?
0: I think because their client base has a huge line item for this sort of expense. Companies right. spend a lot of money on recruiters and bonuses to get people to help them recruit engineering talent it's mm-hmm. a huge talent crunch talent war really yeah here in the bay area especially, yeah especially here so if HackerOne can help p- companies hire more efficiently and maybe just more accurately yeah I mean, limiting churn employees after they hire them that's they're gonna pay for it mm-hmm. and so the business model here isn't that hard to grasp if you're a vc putting money into it they don't have to invent a category of spend they should right. tap into one that already exists
1: right right interesting and so i asked um one of their, I spoke to their CMO earlier this week and I was like, well, what are you going to do with all this money? <laughs> um, and so they're going to use it to hire gl- more talent globally. Um, <laughs> so maybe they'll use Hacker Hacker Rage, yeah, to it. hire new employees, but they, they want to hire um, more people in their marketing division to sell more. Um, sell this product to more clients um, and they also want to invest in more machine learning and AI as it seems everyone does. I was going to say days. I don't think
0: I've ever heard that before honestly,
1: in my life. <laughs> um, they're pioneers in this space. <laughs> um, but yeah they want to they say they want to do like more um, they want to be able to predict job fit better.
0: Oh, so people, actually. yeah,
1: yeah. So right now they have they have data sets of like the skills that people have and the sort um like so the supply and on the demand side. But they want to be able to now have it create a new data set of like what types of people fit and what types of jobs, oh. which could be interesting. That
0: actually doesn't sound like some BS buzzword AI and yeah. stuff. That yeah. actually sounds kind of reasonable. Mm-hmm. I hate to be positive, but it does sound <laughs> kind sound of okay.
1: Um, so our next one is going to be in our acquisition category. Um, so a company called Fitbit that you may or may not have heard of. If you haven't
0: heard of Fitbit, where you, what have what you been doing? You know, It's, it's been around for a while.
1: Um, so it's a public company, and they acquired a Cambridge-based, Cambridge, Massachusetts-based company called Twine Health. Um, so Twine Health is a company. It, it's a software company that focused on like, – they call themselves like a health coach, um, for people with chronic diseases like diabetes and hypertension um, so why would Fitbit be interested in a company like this Well Fitbit is a health tracker um, you know they focus on helping people um, manage their everyday lives with how many steps they've taken how many calories they burned but they didn't have this like personalized coaching aspect so it I mean it seems like it it makes sense. A lot of analysts were excited about this move. Yeah. But, yeah, could this
0: do you think help them drive kind of new revenue sources? Maybe a doctor would say, "Look, yeah. here's your Fitbit, here's your Twine Health account. We're going to use this to monitor your diabetes mm-hmm. and use that as part of your broader coverage cycle, right? Because that could bring a, 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 just a new kind of chocolate of revenue into the company, yeah. which has had, as you know, I talked about before the show, a bit of a rough run mm-hmm. since it went been public. Yeah. And, and do
1: you want to tell us why it's had a bit of a rough run? Well, how I this mean, could help.
0: Yeah. The, the numbers we were talking about. Are that you know when it went public it was around 45 50 bucks a share somewhere Mm -hmm. in that range and now it's in the five dollar range so it's been Mm. really beat up by the public markets and I think because there was this huge um, shift into the wearables category everyone loved Fitbit they thought it was going to keep growing forever and then it saturated a bit you know new apps came out that were software that also did some of the tracking and then Apple bought the Apple watch and then everyone moved into space so they you know I mean their numbers are about 400 million in revenue Mm -hmm. in their Q3 last year they haven't dropped their Q4 numbers yet um, that I know of so they're Huge. Yeah. But they need new higher margin products and things that will drive new revenue growth. So Twine Healthplay fits into that matrix and you know maybe it'll help yeah. them recover yeah. a bit.
1: Yeah. One one really interesting fact before we move on is with this acquisition um, Twine CEO John Moore is going to become Fitbit's first medical director. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Which that is, is pretty. But, that's a fun fact.
0: Yeah. Also, it shifts. It signals a pretty
1: big shift in the into the into healthcare space. Day. Yeah, yeah. And Antwine is HIPAA HIPAA approved. HIPAA, oh no way! I didn't know that. HIPAA compliant. Sorry, HIPAA yes. compliant. I don't know if there's a difference, but there might be, so I'm going to Epic
0: compliance how I always heard that phrase, but what that yeah. means is they do have the privacy things in place, and they have the ability probably to do uh, serious medical stuff. And mm-hmm. not, it's not a toy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it basically makes them more legit in the healthcare space, I guess. Hashtag more legit. <laughs> there you go. Um, oh. While we're on hashtags. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: love this segue already. Go for it. <laughs>
1: the next company is trendy because of the hashtag Me Too movement. There you go. Um, so it's a company called Better Works, um, which you may or may not have heard of in July. They got rocked with the sexual harassment scandal. July of last year. July of 20, yes. 2017. 20- 20, yes, we're in 2018. Cool. So 2017, um, there's a sexual harassment scandal against their CEO. Um, they were dealing with that. Um, and then Bloomberg recently reported, I think it was this week, they put out a report that um, in December, they were hit with another lawsuit, sexual harassment lawsuit, Um mm-hmm. So this uh, piece got a lot of attention because it showed it kind of outlined what happens to a company after a sexual harassment scandal hits, especially a small one where like it moves on after it moves on for the public public conscious consciousness. Right. Um, I mean, the employees are still dealing with it and there's a huge fallout. Obviously, that comes from it. Um, so do you want to tell us a little bit about, like, what has happened to BetterWorks? Yeah.
0: I'm just going to I'm gonna read. To a new thing on the show, but I'm just going to kind of quote this because I think it, it does a great job and better yeah. than I can do in the same amount of words. So, quote, uh, from the Bloomberg piece that we mentioned. Um, Fundraising efforts were derailed. A dozen customers severed business relationships with the startup, which makes human resources software. Irony, alert. Mm. The <laughs> events also torpedoed plans by Penguin Random House to publish a book co-written by Duggan, the now former CEO, and John Doerr, a prominent DC at Kleiner Perkins uh, and a director, of better works. So, mm-hmm. so this is fundraising off the rails, customers lost, PR things messed up. I mean, yeah. this is not a, just a press cycle that blew over. This hit them in every single possible
1: right. way. Right.
0: And I think you're totally right. We don't hear about that. Yeah, we just hear like, oh, you know, Billy Bob got fired from XYZ. But and what you, happens and after? You might forget about it by by lunch. Cause there's another one that comes out. Yeah. this is just a lasting, yeah. impact And a material, you know, detriment to the, the the value of the company. It hurt the investors mm-hmm. and the, also the employees who were not. Involved in probably the scandal, they're still just probably going to work. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's more comprehensive
0: than I thought. Yes,
1: definitely. Um, So yeah, they have forty-three million in funding. And what was the funding? How much was the funding round that got derailed? About another forty million. I think I
0: I think that was roughly the range. So it was a big deal. Yeah. That's a lot of money.
1: Pretty big deal. Anyways, on that note, um, that happy note. um, That's all we have for this week. Thanks for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com and crunchbase.news. I'm Trisha Thadani. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week. You've been listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our executive producer is Fernando Diaz. Our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. And our producers are Peter Hartlaub, Brittany Schell, and Claire Varellos. The music you just heard is Botfest by Alex Vaughn. If you like what you heard good news there's more listen to chronicle podcast and get bonus content at sfchronicle.com slash podcast or subscribe to itunes stitcher or other streaming services